I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the After the Storm podcast, episode 11. And today's topic, we are covering fatherhood. Father's Day just passed this past Sunday, and parental figures is just something that we've never shied away from speaking about on this podcast. I've been very open about my relationship with my parents in the past, and today I'm very lucky to have one of my best friends, one of my brothers on the show to talk about fatherhood my friend matt matt stevens he just had a baby with his beautiful wife Haley about six months ago remington and we've welcomed him with open arms obviously me and my our group of guys that is our nephew as all our nephews and he's really truly a blessing for all of us to have in our lives and uh, truly sparked the beginning of what is a new era uh, for our circle of, of people per se and going off that this age group these late 20s early 30s an ideal time for a lot of people to start looking to have kids Uh, i feel like a lot of our parents had a lot of us when they were a lot younger and maybe we looked at that and said we didn't want to follow the same footsteps we kind of wanted to get our stuff done in our 20s and maybe have kids more towards the later years and then of course there are people who went the other way and decided to have kids at a much younger age and that's amazing too uh some of which some of their kids are already five six seven eight years old and that's awesome because you get to be young parents and you know it's a really cool relationship and dynamic that they're able to build but fatherhood man there's a, a lot to unpack a lot to uncover i've talked a little bit about me and my dad in in the past and uh specifically after that Kendrick lamar album came out and father time uh, that song came out and it really sparked a lot of feelings within me and i started to kind of get retrospective of my relationship with my father and you know i I wrote a little bit about it and i recited it in a previous episode and just it it definitely has played a huge factor in the person that i am today my relationship with with him luckily i am happy to have him uh, but there are parts of me that wish we had a, a closer relationship uh throughout these years throughout my adolescence but that's neither here nor there today's episode i really want to talk about uh fatherhood and 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 what it means to be a dad and i don't have experience in that i have nephews and and nieces and a cat but that doesn't make me a dad you know but i i do see the impact that we as adults have on children uh and so I wanted to kind of let the reins uh, go and give Matt uh, the opportunity to express himself and discuss those feelings that he's had about being a young father and then also the impact that having his father had on him uh, in his upbringing and how he's able to take those values that his dad taught him and apply them to now his turn of, of being a dad. Uh, I will say just a uh, uh, disclaimer that as i was editing this interview a lot of the parts that we recorded ended up being very choppy robotic and 
some of the dialogue actually just cut off completely. So unfortunately, there are parts of this great conversation that Matt and I had that did not make the episode for one reason or another. But either way, it was still a great conversation. And hopefully people can listen to this interview, whether you're an expecting dad or somebody who's thinking about it. Uh, or you've been a dad for a while and same thing with moms it, this could be a parental uh, kind of episode uh, either way moms or dads but hopefully someone can take something from this conversation and take it and apply it to you know their their journey as uh, parents and so it was a bit of a lengthy conversation with Matt so I don't want to take too much of your time with the intro and so for those of you that don't know me my name is Eddie and I'll be your host and guide through the after the storm podcast so feel free to sit back relax as we go through this journey of life self-acknowledgement and of course music what's going on everybody we have another interview today today i have a very very special guest here to talk about fatherhood and uh, he's a new father himself uh, and before we get into any of that, I'd like to, as always, give my guests uh, their flowers. And for anyone who's listened to these episodes, you know the story about me coming to Miami uh, for a random weekend and then ending up with like a life-changing career opportunity, basically, right? That kind of changed the course for me. And uh, I owe pretty much all that to my very dear, good friend, who I love, one of my brothers, uh, Matt. Uh, Matt, before you get your words in, I just have to say how thankful and grateful I am for you, not just as a friend, um, but, you know, as a coworker, as a as a mentor as well. You know, you've been great. Uh, and yeah, man, I'm so glad to have you on the show today to talk about something that we haven't really spoken about too much. And, you know, uh, and that's fatherhood. Uh, so it's exciting. I'm super happy you're on the show. And yeah, man, I just wanted to give you your flowers for that. So, uh, Matthew, what do you have to say to the people? I have to say that was the most beautiful intro. And you're a true professional, you know? <laughs> I think this man has a has a side hustle podcast career. And maybe you'll get some, uh, I don't know, some sponsors on there. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've heard a lot of podcasts and they say a lot, you know, he's use anchors podcast so maybe even anchor will be your podcast sponsor who knows because the skill is but i mean i just want to say that from a company standpoint that you're you're with us and i understand that <laughs> this is kind of going on a weird tangent over here it's okay but um i'm glad that you you decided to be part of our team and you know i do think that sometimes you just need that chance and mm -hmm. i saw you know your potential and what you did i mean your creative work and from you know writing and different podcasts and you had what it takes to be in marketing and and you know i think that as you can see now that how you're basically part of the family at wow so yeah um and <laughs> anyone from wow hears this can definitely attest to that you know thanks for that i, I appreciate that it feels great to be part of the the work fam and you know we have a great dynamic in the office and out of the office it's pretty it's pretty awesome mm -hmm. um so before we get into the uh, the topic of today, mm -hmm. as always, I like to break the ice with my guests and uh, let the audience uh, get to know them a little bit. And so today, I will like to challenge you to my uh, 10 question 
icebreaker questionnaire. Okay, so all right, let's go. First thing that comes to mind, go ahead and we'll run with it. All right. So no fear. Right. First thing that comes to mind. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. Question number one. Matthew, what is your favorite song? My favorite song. First thing that comes to mind is uh, probably what I've done by Lincoln Park. Just, you know, it's a song that you can just put on over and over again. And even randomly you hear, you're like, oh, wow, I really did like, I love that song you know, growing okay. up. Okay. okay. Especially when you're eight. All right. I'll, I'll shut up now. No, no you're good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. More rapid fire, but you know, I know, I know about an answer. You go ahead and you, you no, know, I know, it. I know. I just, this is a quick hitter segment. So yeah, I'm trying it's to. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Question number two. What is your least favorite song? You know what? I'm gonna. You know, we're we're living in a day and age where we can switch things up and change our mind about things. But I think I'm gonna. I came across listening to MGK's newest album, and it really isn't that good. Hey. So, <laughs> I, his first tickets to Downfall was good, but his his second, I, I don't know. I think he's kind of running out of his, <laughs> you know, punk material in a good way. Um, so that email girl is, is kind of annoying. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is that was my least favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to the light. You've seen the light now. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Moving on. Question number three. What is your favorite trait in a person? My favorite, I think, openness. Okay. Um, to really just to to look at different people. Um, and, you know, be accepting of other people's stuff and, you know, beliefs in that way. Okay. What is your least favorite trait in a person? Definitely stubbornness, <laughs> which is basically the opposite. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, number five, what is your favorite curse word? My favorite, I mean, the one that I probably would say the most mm -hmm. would be S-H-I-T. Okay. <laughs> so You're a father now, so, you know, you don't say it. You, you can spell it out, but maybe, you know, not say it as much, you know, just in case the baby hears it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Matt, what is your favorite movie? Oh, man. I mean, I think it'd be Anchorman, favorite movie, just just standalone movie. That um, That's so funny you say Anchorman because I had Fidel on the podcast last week and he said yeah. he hated Will Ferrell. So it's just, <laughs> it's just from one person to the next, you know, it's just crazy how, how different it can be. Uh, all right, number seven. What celebrity or artist could you completely live without? Oh, that would definitely be. <laughs> I think it just. Oh man, this seems so mean, man. The, the Kardashians, I guess. Okay, I mean, that's fair. They'll never hear this, bro. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I just, I just think they don't really offer much value to, to you know society. Fair but. enough. Fair enough. All right, number eight. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? You know, I think the profession that would be the most fun would be what you're doing right now and just kind of doing podcasts. I think it, I think it would be cool to, to really work with that um, and, you know, hearing different stories and different people because, you know, everyone has their own story. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's interesting. You know, sometimes I think about we live in this society or even my neighborhood. How many people are here? They all live in their little worlds. And they all have their own unique stories. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know them. Yeah. Um, and so I okay. would think that would be something cool to, to reach to. Nice. Good choice. Good choice. 
number nine, if you had one song left to live, what would it be? <laughs> I would hope it'd be like a really long song, like Free Bird or Stay Away to Have It. <laughs> <laughs> you want to maximize. I like it. You have you have a strategic approach. You didn't just go for like sentimental. You're like, no, give me a long song. Stairway, <laughs> Stairway to Heaven would be a good one too, because you know it. it yeah. It, you know it. It's fitting. Or Freebird too. Those are both good songs to go off on. I think. You know. So I think that I think that's right. You know. Yeah. What is it? What is that? Jenny Lee and uh, Forrest Gump. She's about to like jump off the bridge and Freebird. Freebird's on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a great song to go off right? for sure. For sure. All right. And finally, the final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the party gates? Well done. Nice. Very, very simple and straight to the point. I like it. I like it. Well, there you go. That is the question there. So now people can uh, judge you or not judge you for uh, your opinions and your choices. But thank you for playing along, Matt. You're a good sport. You're a good sport. Yes, I try. <laughs> All right, Matt. So before we get into uh, you know the, the conversation today, uh, first question I always like to ask all my guests is a question that we don't ask each other enough. And sometimes when we do ask the question, we get a very vague answer. But I'd like to know, Matt, how are you? How are you doing? Talk to me about what's going on in your life, this era, how you feel emotionally, physically. What's going on? Man, I, honestly, life is great. Um, you know, there's a, everyone talks about, you know, you're, I mean, everyone goes to different things, you know, different issues, um, you know from it, you know, different struggles in life. Um, but I think that what I have going on in my life right now, um, I just, I look at my baby boy and the main blessings that I have in my marriage in my job and my friendships. And, and, you know, it's, I feel that I'm super blessed and sometimes I feel that I don't even deserve the things that I have. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I do carry that on and making sure that I don't forget my blessings. Um, because, you know, sometimes it'll be a tough day or, you know, maybe an argument or, but, and, and in the end, you know, you got to remember what your purpose is and the good part of your life. And that's going to lead you to really drive into, um, how you can, you know, make a difference in being a blessing. Yes, I agree. I agree. No, that, that's great. You, you, having your priorities straight and, you know, I've been around you enough, so I've seen, uh, you know, what you have, have going on and I can definitely say that. Uh, when you when you say that life is great right now, I don't think it's just uh, something that you're just saying. I, I truly believe that you're definitely in a really positive and great uh, era of your life currently. Um, so jumping from that, talk to me about fatherhood. Talk to me about family life. You recently married, married. Uh, it's it's going to be two years now almost. Um, and a father to a wonderful, uh, was he six months now? Uh, Remington, mm -hmm. um, yeah, to a wonderful, beautiful little six-month-year-old uh, son who I see in every meeting. Um, he's, ba he's basically he's basically our boss, but he's 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 a beautiful, beautiful child. But so, talk to me about um, what it was like that moment when you found out uh, that you were about to be a father. I I mean the 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 moment is just it's overwhelming. You know, thinking that your life is forever changed you know, with, with children, it's like, you look at them, you're like, Oh yeah, you're going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> you're gonna be, you know, it's not mm -hmm. like you can return them. Like it's only yeah. take them back. <laughs> so, so it really is a forever change moment. Um, and then you just have to come with terms that, 
you know, as you become, you know, a mature adult or, you know, growing up, it's like you want to be your best self and really provide and really determine, you know, what am I going to show my kid and what am I going to teach my kid and who, what kind of father am I going to be for him? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so many emotions in that moment. Uh, and for me, I mean, I, <laughs> I had the baby fever right, right when we got married. I mean, you know me, um, that I only was married for, I don't know, four months, maybe <laughs> five months. And then, whoop, oh, we're pregnant. Ooh, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It, it was a quick turnaround. It was a quick turnaround. I, I will say yeah. that. Uh, so, yeah. so being that it was such a quick turnaround, you had four, you know, four or five months or so of just being married, but you know, obviously you had your relationship prior to that. Uh, but for a lot of people, I think that uh, when it comes time to be a father, when you're expecting uh, one thing that you know, you're going to have to give up for a little while uh, is kind of that, like going out in social life for a little bit, because your priorities have to change and you have to provide more and you have to be there for your child more. So for all the young aspiring fathers out there who aren't sure about what what the transition is going to be like, uh, talk to me about how you feel. How you felt um, going from, and not that you would go out a lot, but you know, you know that it's there was definitely been a, a change now, and now you have to kind of put you know your child first and know that you can't just be out till two in the morning getting drunk or whatever that you have responsibilities to go home to. So kind of walk me through that transition and what that's been like for you. You know, when you're, when you don't have a child, you're just kind of like, you know, be responsible, do your thing. And, but you know, you're not, your life is not dependent on something. You know what I mean? Like if I was irresponsible, you know, drinking too much and then driving and then I crash and die, you know, that would be gut wrenching. And then, you know, to think that my son would live without a life, without a dad, that would just be, you know, and, and it's things that, you know, the other day I was in a concert at, you know, Revolution mm-hmm. and there's a pit going around, you know, people having a good time pushing each other in the pit. And I'm like, I ain't going in that <laughs> I'm staying away from that thing because yeah. I don't need to be injured. That is not where my life should be right now. And so and you really have to take precautions in, in what every step you do. Um, so, for example, if I want to hang out next week, I know there's a show or something or, you know, somebody's birthday, you know, you just got to have to prepare yourself in that time you know because those hours are so important especially in, in mm-hmm. such a young age it it seems like you've so far done a really good job you and you and your wife Haley have done a really good job with uh, uh balancing and and you know making sure you're prioritizing the right things and uh still making the time and effort uh when you can to uh make it to those landmark events within uh you know our, our friend group and i'm sure within your family and stuff uh so i've definitely seen the you know a, a great transition from you guys um so you mentioned a lot about the 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 blessings right and and all these moments and how they're they're precious and i'm sure they're all the pros outweigh the cons and and not to say that the cons are even that bad but for anyone who's uh, you know, going to become a first-time father or expecting or has that baby fever, right? Talk to me about mm. some of the hardships that you've had so far as a dad, some of the things you've had to sacrifice besides just going out um, and just walk me through that and how you and your wife <clears throat> have been able to kind of manage and work as a team uh, to 
overcome some of the difficulties of being uh, first time parents? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the biggest thing to think about, especially for new dads, when the baby comes into the world, you know, sometimes, I mean, some people are different, but for me personally, I didn't get the connection probably until maybe a month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get it. You know, I was like kind of sad and, you know, it was kind of like, I was just <laughs> there like kind of just waking up and helping, but ultimately, you know, she's the one that's feeding. She's the one that's taking care and she's the one that's giving life to Mr. Remington. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I felt kind of weird in a sense that it didn't connect with me. And, and for me personally, I mean, you know, me and others that listen to the podcast know me as well, that. I've always been a kid guy. I've always wanted a baby. I've always, you know, <laughs> I always wanted to have the family. You know, I was ready. I had that baby fever. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he came, it was like, I didn't really feel it. And then the worst part is you get friends coming around and they're like, they're like, Hey, are you loving your baby? Oh, or they're like, they're like, Hey, it's, it, or isn't it the most, and it's in, in your mind, you know, especially, you know, you don't want to be that guy's like, eh, no, 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 but you know, I think that, as what you're doing in your podcast and what, you know, some other people are doing as well, people need to be more transparent of the things that they're struggling with and going through. And I wasn't, I was just not, I was not feeling it. And you know, I'm snuggling the bit, the dog, like, you know how I love Mr. Oliver. I have a dog as well. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, <laughs> you want to hold your baby? And I'm just like, um, I'm holding the dog. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it's so ridiculous now to think that that was even how my thought process was so my big encouragement is young dads people who are coming into it i mean i'm only six months in so i don't have as much experience as you know other people and so like i have some friends um that have been having that struggle in the beginning you know that they're not doing well that they're depressed and the thing is it gets better Sometimes you just have to look at them and, and say that, like, sometimes some things are happening in your life for a purpose to make you, you know, the diamonds are only really get beautiful in the hardships and, you know, in the rough. Yeah, um, rough and yeah. so, and we just casually just mm-hmm. hung out with the, the, you know, our other friend who's pregnant um, and just, you know, talked for the most time. And cause, and we're just continually to talk about these things that, you know, it's certain stages mm-hmm. of your life. You connect with people and really have to, you know, help other people. And also just continue to reach out to people and like, how's this week going? Cause <laughs> it can yeah. be challenging. Um, and, you know, I, obviously everyone who has a baby knows that. Yeah. There's definitely a balancing act and it's the most relevant thing in your life right now. You know, it's six months. It's still very fresh. You know, you're still figuring out the the do's and don'ts. So, of course, it's it's going to be on your mind. You're going to want to talk about it a lot, uh, especially with other parents or people who are expecting. Uh, so I don't blame you at all. It's just funny from my perspective because, like, I'm not planning to have kids anytime soon or anything like that. So you know, so when I see when I see Remy, I love Remy. He's like my little nephew, you know. But I see a picture of Remy for the seventieth time, and I'm just like, oh, well, there's Remy again, you know. It's just like there's yeah. another picture of Remy, but I love him dearly too, man. He's adorable. <laughs> just such a beautiful, beautiful kid, um, and just the sweetest. Just I don't know, always a smile on his face. And uh, I don't hear him cry that much. I'm sure he does cry, but he, I haven't heard him cry that much, which is, <laughs> you know, I'm sure I'm sure that, uh, you know, he does have his moments. But 
All right, let's kind of uh, deviate off this a little bit. So as always, uh, I like for my guests to bring musical choices, musical selections onto the show. Music is obviously a big part of what we do on this podcast. And so I asked you as well to bring uh, two songs onto the uh, show, uh, starting with the first one. Uh, if you can just kind of go into why you like this song, or maybe it's a song that you're feeding right now or something that has some kind of meaning to you, and then just present the song to the people. And you know we'll play it just as we always do. So go ahead. Uh, it's Watching You uh, by Rodney Ankins. It's a little older. I think that um, the reason that I picked this song just to fit with the theme, um, it's it's so interesting to, to look at your son. And, and it's a feeling that you'll never get over. I mean, obviously, I know right now you, you're like, I don't know if I could ever want kids or mm -hmm. have kids. Um, but there really is no bigger blessing than looking at your, that your kid and saying, I made this, like, mm -hmm. you know, my body produced you, you mm -hmm. know, we came together and produced you. Is this a country song by any, by, by any chance? <laughs> you don't know the song? I, I don't think I know the song. No, no. Is this a country song by any chance? Yes, it is. And if I, I, that. I encourage you to, after this is over to go watch the music video, cause it's a good one. Okay. Well, look at that. We have the, the first ever uh country selection on this podcast who would have who would have seen the day but you know if there's anybody who i would expect to do that uh it'd be you but obviously you have a really great reason for it so without further ado here is watching you by rodney atkins driving through town just my boy and me with a happy meal in his booster seat knowing that he couldn't have the toy till his nuggets were gone Green traffic light turned straight to red I hid my brakes and mumbled under my breath His fries went a-flying and his orange drink covered his lap Well, in my four-year-old said a four-letter word It started with S and I was concerned So I said, son, now where'd you learn to talk like that? He said, I've been watching you, that ain't that cool I'm your buckaroo, I wanna be like you And eat all my food, and grow as tall as you are We got cowboy boots and camo pants Yeah, we're just alike, hey, ain't we that? I wanna do everything you do So I've been watching you Got back home and I went to the barn I bowed my head and I prayed real hard Said, Lord, please help me help my stupid self The nest tried a bedtime later that night Turning on my son Scooby-Doo night light He crawled out of bed and he got down on his knees Closed his little eyes, folded his little hands Spoke to God like he was talking to a friend And I said, son, now where'd you learn to pray like that? He said, I've been watching you, dad, ain't that cool? I'm your 
That was our first country uh, selection on the podcast. Beautiful song, um, and thank you for sharing that with us. Clearly, it has a you know very important meaning to you. So, jumping off of that, uh, we spent the first half of the conversation talking about uh, your experiences as a father and you know your your newborn child. But I kind of want to go back to the beginning a little bit and talk about your upbringing and your relationship with your dad and how important uh, of a figure he is for you and also how you've taken the lessons that he taught you and kind of used it into your own parenting style. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, my dad was my hero growing up, still is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's we have a great relationship and you know i'm i'm blessed to you know my whole life um and really come from a family where you know not saying that there's not happiness in, in divorces but it can be you know tough and trying but i come from a family that you know they stay together through it yeah one of the things that was really interesting to me is um i go to a business small group on thursday mornings and these old mm-hmm. men, because it's all ages and sizes, you know, 20 something or 50 or 60. And they always talk about <laughs> every time it, it comes up every new book session that how their dad wasn't there for them during a sporting event. It's like this, the, the funniest, you like, you know, like it, it's always a caveat of they weren't there watching me play soccer, watching me play baseball or being there with me. And the interesting thing is seeing all these different people and that that they carry that weight forever because these men are old and they're still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in my head, I'm just like, man, my dad was there for every sporting event. He coached me so many times. Um, we did so many practices together. You know, it was baseball all the time, uh, spring, summer, fall, winter. Um, and he was always there helping coaching, just really being there for me and, you know, giving me the, those family values um, and really showing how to serve, you know, and always be present with my mom. And and that part of our life really reflects, you know, how that that's something that I always want to be and duplicate because from a serving perspective, you know, I I grew up in the church of uh, and they were 
you know, serving in the church and that, you know, not. And so for when you serve in the, it kind of directs you in a way that you want to replicate and have the same faith that you had from your, when you're following your parents, you can get blessings in other atmospheres. Mm. Uh, but I do think that a lot of my blessings is really centered around, um, you know, my love for Jesus and that it really has, it, it, for me personally, this is another tangent, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't understand how marriages survive without God in them. And that is, can go to a complete rabbit hole. We don't have to get it. We don't, <laughs> but it's so important. And I think that mm -hmm. in bringing that together, you know, they weren't crazy. It wasn't like we went spent every day reading the Bible together. Um, but just being there and continuing to push in me, I mean, and eventually it just clicked for me. Um, and that's something that from those family perspectives and those, you know, values that I would want to be continue to carry on for my kids. Or that's great. Yeah, no, I, I only my kid right now. I'm not saying he's pregnant again, you know, I, 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 that's, that's the world. no, 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 not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But maybe soon, maybe soon. That's great. Uh, I feel as though, and it's something that I've touched upon in the past too, the uh, absence of a father or sometimes not even the full absence, but just the father who wasn't always necessarily close, especially coming yeah. from divorced uh, families. Uh, I've been open about that here too. Uh, yeah. you know, my, my parents got divorced when I was seven or eight years old. I still have yeah. a relationship with my father and I, you know, with obviously with my mom, but definitely, uh, the dynamic of not having them together, uh, definitely played some long-term effects on me that I didn't really realize, uh, uh, had an effect on me until I was much older. So, um, I think having that balance between having your, your mom and your dad there definitely plays a, a role and perhaps, having that example in front of you right maybe that i don't know maybe you can you know, answer this for me but did having your parents there and and seeing you know their relationship uh for all those years and how you know much they worked together uh to to be together and and, and you know show you that loving example how much of a factor did that play and how ready you were to be a father so soon that played a, a, a massive um, example. And, and really, you know, there's, I believe firmly that, you know, we live in a society where one in two marriages get divorced. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and like, <laughs> you know, I, it's, it's, it's a sad subject. And I know that from personally, I mean, for you personally, you've had so much from that. And I, I, when you look at marriage, you're like, why would I get married? <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, you personally say that a lot. So, um, yeah. and for, but for me, it's when you, when you go into a marriage and you say, we will make this happen no matter what happens. Um, and you have that firm foundation that I'm never going to leave for my partner. I'm never going to, you know, go and try to push, you know, things happen, you know, people do things and, you know, you just mm -hmm. got to work your, you got to make sure that, keep and really having that trust and that bond. Um, and that really prepared us in our marriage as well as, you know, our fatherhood and, and, you know, Remington, he's our little lock and chain mm -hmm. on our marriage, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And I see that it's so important, especially for the success of him. If you have those in your life, you're ultimately succeeding. And I, and what I want for him is to have the best potential and the best success possible. 
Um, and so I literally look at him and I tell him, I will die for you. And it's like mm. so ridiculous <laughs> to say that, but it's so true. Baby. I, it was funny because yeah. I said that and, and Haley goes, you never said that to me. And I was like, well, no, I, I'm not, I'll die for you. I got for you too, though. But you know, it's uh, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. but it's, it's just less, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's just a special bond with a child that, yeah, is indescribable, and it 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 breaks my heart that there's so many children that have don't know their fathers, and uh, mm-hmm. even just being just there presence. still, the presence makes a difference. I'm here to unleash <laughs> my soapbox that you opened up. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. No, it's, it's good. It's exactly what this is exactly what this, this show is, is about. You know, I, I ask these questions and you can answer them simply or you can start here, make a left, make a right, make a U-turn and end up at a completely different point. And I think that's part of what conversation is. Uh, you don't always just want like a yes or no answer, you know. So I think it's it's cool. You have a lot to say about fatherhood that maybe you haven't, you know, been able to uh, really speak on uh, so much. But clearly, you're very passionate about it, and you have these these strong beliefs. Uh, and I think that having that father figure in your life has definitely made you more passionate uh, about this. And so I want to ask you. Obviously, you said your dad is your hero. Still is your hero and that you look up to him. Uh, can you talk to me about some of those traditions, some of those foundations that your dad uh, set for you and your brother uh, that you want to carry on and, and teach to your son uh, and, and kind of build that legacy for generations of your family uh, to come as well? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a heavy, heavy hitter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think that the biggest, I mean, we, we kind of touched upon it already, but the biggest thing that he, he taught us was just being there and, you know, loving us and like always loving us. I mean, obviously there's going to be some random fights along the way, mm-hmm. you know, as children, we're naturally rebellious. It's what yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, and just making sure that, that he he was the one that was going to be, you know, making him proud. And, you know, we all want to make our dads proud and, mm-hmm. um, and showing that he was always there and really being involved and invested in our lives. Um, you know, sometimes it was like in high school, uh, you know, some parties are like, I want to go to that party. And like, no, there's going to be, alcohol there you're not going to that party <laughs> and, and, and in my head at the time i'm like oh, this is ridiculous you know all these <laughs> other people or friends are going yeah. and doing these things um and now i'm thinking in my head like man i completely understand where he's coming from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my age and and the craziest thing is you know i when now that he's a grandfather I look at him and when he looks at when he looks at Remington, all I could see is that was him 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was him looking down on me. And it, it's 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 a crazy thought to think that as a baby, you know, you don't remember any of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I how life works <laughs> that way. Could you imagine remembering being a baby? Yeah, like, that would be crazy. Yeah. I don't I don't remember at all. 
you know because i wonder what wonder what babies think about all day yeah like they literally smile and laugh at you and they can know your face because yeah. they they reach for you uh I remember mm-hmm. reached for me the other yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, my heart melts." <laughs> <laughs> and so, when you see that, I was able to like see how, what it was, mm-hmm. when I was a baby, and um, just being there really made the complete difference. Yeah, that's that's amazing, man. Like as you said, it's unfortunate not everyone uh, gets to have that relationship with their father sometimes with their mother you know not everyone is able to have both of their parents around so i definitely think it plays a a a major role and and clearly uh you know it's it's helped kind of made this these early stages of being a father uh, a little bit easier uh for for you because you kind of had that that example so i i think that's I think that's huge, man. Um, so I'm super, super happy for you that, that you you have that background and that you have that example uh, there for you. Uh, so let's, all right, so let's fast forward a little bit here, right? So we, yes. So we talked. fast forward noise. <laughs> so we talked, we talked, we talked about, you know, your current phase uh, being a father. We talked about what it was like for, for you growing up with your dad. So now, Walk me down the line a couple of years. Uh, let's look at Remy and Remy's. He's now he's now in school. You know he's a teenager or whatever, and he's going through those rebellious phases that we uh, that we all go through as teenagers and, and kids. I know this is super far down the line, right? Yeah. But just throwing the scenario at you because you know one day your precious baby. They're always going to be your your you know your son, but your precious baby. It's gonna gonna get a little annoying at one point, you know, and be like, oh, this guy, you know, <laughs> or like, ah, oh, you know, like yeah, this guy again getting himself in trouble, or you know, whatever. It's, something yeah. will happen, you know. Um, so how do you think, you know, how do you see yourself handling that situation? Because I I know that for me, for example, I don't like I said I don't have kids, but I have a younger sister, I have uh, nieces and nephews, and for me, the way I see it is like if these were my kids. There's a part of me that was just like, I want to be their friend. You know, I want to show them all the cool things. And, but I know there's like a boundary there that, that yeah. You, you, yeah, between being a friend and being an, an adult and being a parent. So, how do you perceive, how do, what's that ideal relationship that you want with Remy aside from fatherhood? What, what do you see yourselves like, you know, bonding over? And, and what are the things that really excite you about that phase where you can have those back and forths and talk and, play catch and do all those things you know what do you how do you see that relationship forming and what are you looking most forward to oh man um well there's kind of three parts in the in the question but when he gets rebellious um and he needs to be put in his place you know i am not gonna be trying away from disciplining him <laughs> and knowing and teaching him the right way of living because uh you know yeah. there's a whole thing about spanking or non-spanking and it's like look yeah it's it's to me personally i think it's person it's perfectly fine um obviously to a certain age you know you do there's a certain point when you can't be spanking somebody uh, <laughs> yeah. but in the beginning you know you just really have to lay down that authority because at the end of, at the end of the day you know we're always going to repel and try our best to to fight back um and you have to be strong in in that way um so if he's messing around i don't want to be that parent um you know i come from a family of teachers Haley's a family of teachers and she sees mm-hmm. all these parents come in and like 
come and basically their kids are nutcase and complete a-hole um and they they completely put it on the on the teachers Um, but it's like no you are so blind yeah Um, and that's and seeing that perspective really helps in making sure that i'm always going to take the side of the adults um um, unless you know you got to level the situation in certain situations you got to understand what's happening um and that will be definitely a perspective now for me it's going to be difficult to me i'm gonna be honest i am I personally don't like confrontation. It, mm-hmm. I hate it. It's like mm-hmm. I really can't stand it. I've gotten better at it, um, and and really standing up for things that I believe in, or you know, or trying to things that need to be said should ha- you know you have to be a man about it and not beat around the bush. Um, yes, and so that is something that you know is going to definitely have to work with because I just. You know, and also for non-dads, I think having a pet is really nice stepping stone for people who are thinking of kids because it, it really is like, you know, a child, you know, you know, yeah. your cat and stuff, yeah. but yeah, it's really helpful in learning things. And, you know, I'm kind of like the, the softy or, and then Haley will lay, lay down the discipline, but I don't want it to be like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be like that. Um, you know, got to find that balance for sure. When for he's sure. old, yeah. uh, which is actually really funny to think about that. You know, in 20 years, I don't know if we're all going to be sucked up into space or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> to look back on this podcast and hear him or, or if this is still even available on the Internet, who knows <laughs> what to think and, and seeing how this conversation will look back. And, you know, it's kind of like a time capsule. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You know, you hit it right on the coffee. I mean, that, just to just to bounce off of that, you hit something that. I've never said on the podcast, but it's absolutely one of the reasons why I do this. Whether one, five, ten, one hundred, a thousand people listen to an episode or whatever, whoever is on that episode and whoever you know is interested in listening to it, whether they know the person or they are interested in the subject, it will always be there. And whether I continue this podcast for another year, two years, or I stop whenever. Whoever's been on here, you know, the things we've talked about, it's always going to be there. And that's part of a legacy that, I, you know, we get to kind of leave behind. Uh, and I and I don't want just I don't want it to just be my legacy. I want it to be also a legacy that other people kind of can, uh, you know, leave behind as well. And you can come back to this conversation or this episode at any time and kind of have perspective and 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 see, you know, how much how much of this remained true or how many of these values like you really did believe in and how things change, how your perspectives change as a father. So I think it's a it's kind of a great platform that, you know, a lot of uh not to say that we're all regular people, but you know, for people like us, you know, to just kind of come back and and be able to to listen to. Uh so thanks for for saying that. I've I've been find I've been trying to find a way to kind of you know, bring that into a conversation uh, at some point. So yeah. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So before we wrap up uh, the episode, we're nearing an hour now, and obviously we only scratched the surface of this conversation. And well, we got we went. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We only scratched the surface of the conversation, and we can definitely always like come back to this at another time, and you know, continue the conversation. Uh, but before we we wrap up, there's always two things that I like to do, two orders of business. So the first order of business is uh, I've asked you questions this entire time uh, and kind of directed, you know, the 
your your line of thinking and you know you've this you've said what you said because of the questions that i've asked but i always like to give my guests a little bit of a platform to just say whatever is on their mind it, it can be about whatever you want uh maybe something you want to get off your chest or just something you're grateful for or just some advice you have for people it doesn't necessarily have to be about fatherhood about what we've talked about but just anything the floor is yours these are your 15 uh, seconds of fame so matthew go ahead the floor is yours say whatever's on your mind oh man this has been really fun this has been so much fun uh, talking and, and i haven't really had this conversation like like this deep and everything on on fatherhood and it's it's really a great time um and i'm I can't wait in a couple of years, you know, hopefully you don't stop doing this and continue to, to bring in new people. Yeah. yeah. To really grow as a person, you need to learn from other people and, and really see, uh, you know, where people are, you know, like mm -hmm. in our chat or main chat views from the three, it's really so interesting dynamic <laughs> because you have so many views on one side and so many views on the, yeah. on the, on the other side. And we, then you got the people that we, don't ever say anything and just sit in the middle. Um and, really, you, yep. um, and you really get to, to see, you know, perspectives that maybe I didn't think of it that way or someone mm -hmm. didn't think of it, or maybe you're reading this thing or you haven't seen this perceived in that manner. Um, and it's really a great dynamic of understanding both sides of the coin because there's always two sides to a story. Yes. Um, and, um, but I, the, that's a complete another tangent. Um, but for my final words, um, my final words is continuing to always learn, just continuing to always grow. Um, think that if I were to die today, have I accomplished my goal? Mm -hmm. You know, it felt like yesterday when I, you know, we first had our friendship relationship start, yeah. <laughs> you know, eight yeah. years ago. You yeah, know, yeah. time goes by fast and you have to take every moment because. You never know when something's going to happen or, you know, you get in the wrong, you know, car accident or, any, or anything just because yeah. any moment we have such few moments on this planet. And, <laughs> you know, that perspective for me personally, you know, I used to play a lot of video games and, um, you know, watch more TV. But in my yes. head, I think, am I going to yes. grow spiritually yes. or, or, you know, leadership or business or or thinking of things that are going to help me? in the future or i'm just gonna waste my time and watch yeah. you know the next season of whatever it is or something <laughs> and not saying that you can't need yeah. escape moments you know because you know me red zone coming around in three months i'm like oh seven <laughs> hours of commercial free football yes sir yes sir <laughs> seven hours of commercial free football. yeah just the it's best so <laughs> but my favorite then, words ever <laughs> that's my sunday sermon right there Personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's great, man. That's that's great life perspective to have, and and definitely think that you know we gotta take advantage of these moments and not take things for granted and all those classic cliches that we hear about life. But you know, thank you for reiterating that and for bringing that up and that idea of always growing, always trying to learn more, and being the best version of yourself that you could possibly be while you are on this earth. Um, yeah. Definitely important stuff to remember. Okay, so with that being said. We've arrived at the end of the episode. And wait, before uh, we go, yes. I want to know how Eddie's doing. How well, is okay. how is Eddie doing? Thanks for asking. Uh thanks for asking. Uh I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Uh uh I, I mentioned this last week a little bit too, 
but it's cool it's like a weekly update on how i'm doing uh you know and that's cool you know i i don't mind doing that but uh doing well man uh, uh personally past couple years haven't been always been you know the best i went through a lot of stuff but as of late i feel very back uh you know back to my old ways and just comfortable in my skin but also more wise now and, and just more understanding yeah. and, and able to see more because all those like those trials and tribulations that i went through the past couple of years they really do shape you and and looking back as bad as some of those moments were as sad as you know as, as i may have been at some points i wouldn't take any of those moments back for anything because of of what they've taught me about me and you know what they've taught me about just the human experience and and now i'm able to kind of take you know the lessons that i learned from there and and when i see other people going through things i can really relate to it more uh and and have deeper conversations more meaningful conversations and really understand where they're coming from you know which is one of the things i try to do with the show so i feel great you know obviously at, at work things are great i love it there i'm already making progress within our, our little team um and I just feel good. I feel very energized. There are some, you know, some things going on in my life that, you know, I, we have to work on, um, you know, whether it's some family stuff, friend stuff, but uh, it's very rare that every single thing will be perfect, you know, and that's okay. You just kind of have to roll the punches, but overall I'm good. So I appreciate you and thank you for asking. Uh, it's a, it's, you know, I always like to kind of give that update. So I appreciate you. Um, no, Definitely. Yeah, man. So uh, as we arrive now, for officially at the end of the uh, conversation, uh, we already played your first song. So uh, if you could now talk to me about this next song choice uh, and why you are selecting it for the show. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. It just, it's been a great time hanging out with you mm. on, the, on your show. Um, already taking this way too long. So this is going to be brief. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we were concert buddies. This is how our our our, our first love started yes. going to concerts together. Um, so I felt that this song is a perfect way to end. You know, our conversation on you know our friendship and yeah. and where it was of you know just going to these shows and you know a time in my life that we were just it was whatever I wanted to do. It wasn't like <laughs> you know wait do we have a babysitter? Do we got that? You know yeah. And so, yeah. These are, and those are great moments and not saying that my moments are not great now. It's just, they're different. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so my man, Chance the Rapper, it was mm -hmm. a great time. And, you know, our first, our one first of, show together, our first solo it show was, together. Yeah, it was definitely a really fun show. Yes. Unfortunately, a lot of his newer stuff isn't as far. But, you know what? <laughs> That's a fact. Hey, you can say that again. Trust me. You can say that again. I, I, no one knows it like me. Yeah. So, yeah. So the name of the song is Chance the Rapper. And no problem. No Problem by Chance the Rapper, a classic. Uh, Matt, thanks again for your time, for the conversation, for your honesty. Uh, wish you all the best uh, with Remy. Uh, I, obviously, I will see you tomorrow at work, uh, you know, all our meetings and stuff. I'll probably see Remy too. But thanks for taking the time, man. I know that it, you're, it's been a long and tiring day. You got home and, and you know, you have other responsibilities, but uh, so thankful that you took the time to come on the show and, and talk uh, with us and share your uh, your experiences as a, as a dad. So thank you so much for that, bro. No, no problem, man. God bless you, man. For sure. You too. You too. So without further ado, here is No Problem by Chance the Rapper. If one more label try to stop me, it's going to be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby. Huh, huh, you don't want no problem 
fucking fuck you thought it was. You taught that taught that make a lame man nigga fall in love. Not me though, bitch. You can keep those. Bro, I'm at your head like Craig did Debo. Don't tweak, bro. It's never sweet, oh. My shooters come for free, so if one more label try to stop me, it's gonna be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby. And only caught a buzz And if that label try to stop me They gon' be some crazy Weezy fans waiting in the lobby No like
So that about wraps it up for this week's episode. My special thanks to Matt for taking time out of his busy day, coming home after a long day's work. I can I, I can definitely attest to that because I worked right next to the guy and Matt was yawning by 3.30. Of course, got a baby that doesn't let him sleep and works hard, has to make a drive home to all the way from Coral Gables to Davie to take care of his son and all the respect for him uh, for being able to take time out of his day for this conversation that I hope a lot of you guys were able to take something from or maybe just be entertained by. But as always, before I let you guys go for this week, I want to say thank you again to everyone who's been listening and uh, has provided any feedback or just had questions, wanted to be on the show. I'm super excited again for the future and direction of this show. So of course, you guys know the drill. I can't leave you guys without at least playing one song for you as we part ways. And lately, for whatever reason, I've been on my Mac Miller stuff. And I love Mac. Mac is one of the most important and influential artists that I've ever come across. And I've probably spoken about him in length in the past, but I love, love Mac. And one thing about Mac is that I feel like he grew up with me. Uh, when I was in high school, he had that sophomoric rap with kids and best day ever. And that's all I cared about. I was just like a young high school kid trying to like be cool, fit in, go to parties and, and you know, drink and talk to girls and all that. And that's what Mac was on. But as I started to evolve and mature as a person i felt like max music was also following me in that sense and then he released the divine feminine and swimming and circles and unfortunately he passed away before i even got a chance to see him but i've always loved max music it's resonated with me it's been kind of there as the soundtracks of different chapters in my life uh and especially from a maturity level as as well and so the song that I want to play for you guys today is one of my favorite songs off of the Divine Feminine. It's Mac Miller and another one of my favorite artists, Anderson Pack. And this is Dang. So as always, I want y'all to conquer today, conquer tomorrow, conquer the day after, and just be the best version of yourself possible. All right. Make sure you tell somebody that you love them. I'll see y'all next week. Peace out. I can't keep on losing you over complications. Gone too soon. Wait, we was just hanging. I can't seem to hold on to. Dang, the people that know me best, the key that I won't forget. Too soon, I can't keep on losing you.
Too soon, I can't keep on losing you. 